Hi everyone, welcome to the Planet K2 Performance Fix podcast. Today, I'm really, really excited because, well, this is the first time I have four people on a podcast. Um, Today I'm with David, Dan, Doc and Erin, who are the Planet K2 um, Life Ready team. Um, And they are doing an absolutely amazing thing. Um, Something called the AIDS Life Cycle 2018 event, um, where they're going to be cycling 545 miles not quite sure how I'll be able to do it, but from Sa- France, from San Francisco to LA. Um, hello, everyone. How are you all? Hi. Hello. Oh, it's quite nice to have um, everyone um, <laughs> here. I thought it'd be really good um, if you all could just introduce yourselves um, and just tell us, or, or one of you sort of tell us what you're doing as well. Um, it's just really nice to hear about hear a bit about yourselves. Hiya. Um, I'm David Dobson Smith. I am. Um one-fourth of Team Life Ready, and this is my first um, AIDS Life Cycle um, trip. I'm super excited. Uh, During the day, I am an educator. I work in schools, um, and in the evenings and and on the weekends, I'm training for the the Life Cycle. Awesome. Um, Hey, everyone. I'm I'm Dan Dobson-Smith, also one-fourth of Team Life Ready. Uh, like David, this is my first AIDS life cycle. Uh, during the day, I um, lead the learning and development function at a uh, global advertising firm. And um, a bit like David, in, in my spare time, um, in between drinking wine, I'm riding a bike. <laughs> That's part of the training. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, brilliant. That's the first step. <laughs> Hello, my name is uh, Kenneth Doc Fox. I actually go by Doc. Um, I am also a quarter of Team Life Ready. And uh, during the day, I'm a histotechnologist at San Francisco, uh, San Francisco General Hospital. Um, and this will be my second AIDS life cycle ride. But I've actually been training for, I've been doing this, I've been riding for about three years. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Hi, this is Aaron Reardon. I am um, technically the, the captain of Team Life Ready, I guess is the most um, tenured or most um, veteran member of the group. This will be my third year riding. I'm super excited to have uh, these three boys alongside me. Um, we're going to do some marvelous work um, along the way. And during the day, I am a uh, retail technology consultant. Wow, all all from different backgrounds. All um, I'm sure got some I- incredible stories, and it's it's just amazing <laughs> to to see such um, you know incredible thing being done. How how's training going for all of you? I mean, fantastic. For the last uh, last weekend, we actually did an 82 mile ride um, from San Francisco City to almost to Point Reyes in northern Marin. Um, we went there and back and. It was a little bit of a struggle with some of the hills, but we we took it a step at a time and we persevered. It was hard. It was yeah. very hard. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's like, there's no two ways about it. Like, it gave me a real taste of because pretty much every day on the ride is going to be between eighty and hundred miles. Oh, um, and um, up until last weekend, I guess the furthest we cycled was about sixty miles. Um, so it was, it was hard. Um, and, um, 
you know, it, we felt, I personally felt great afterwards, but it was mm. a little bit hard to walk the next day. <laughs> and I, I asked myself, I, when I got up the next day, I asked myself whether I could get on a bike and do another 80 to 100 miles. And I think mentally I could, but physically I know I need to be in um, better shape um, in the next 60 days in order to be able to cope with the physical stress of, um, of the ride. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I was just- going to add one thing though for the for these boys to have gone um for all of us have gone 80 miles on our sixth true training ride um it is showing outstanding progress um i I know that we're well on our path to being ready um by the time june comes around um the way that we're moving right now and I mean, I, I did 30 minutes a few days ago on the bike, and I was very proud of that. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do that. Uh, and, and I felt in, in pain doing that um, from just sitting on the bike, um, a certain muscle in my body. Um, so I can't imagine, um, in terms of the physical and the mental side, it, it's incredible to see. Um, and doing it as a team as well is, is just amazing. So, in terms of the training, when, when, when exactly is the event just for people listening? So, when, when will it start? It's June, um, June third through the ninth, I believe. Yeah, it's the first week of June, basically. Yeah. And as the training progresses, so is it is it a matter of just slowly building up those miles and sort of spending longer on the bike? Yes. Yes, and I think one other milestone that that we would like to hit is um, actually doing training rides on back to back days, because as we try to balance our, our work and personal and, and training lives, um, as you know, a, a third, a third competitor for our time right now, um, actually being able to do a ride on one day and then turn around and do a ride the next morning, um, is not something that that's easy to do just because of our time constraints, but it's, it's something that I wish I had done, um, during my first year because come the second day on the actual ride, my body was screaming at me. Um, you know, you, you can get used to doing these routes that are, you know, 80, 90, hundred miles and you can do that easily in a day. Um, once you train up, but then getting back out on the road during a time at which your muscles are, are recovering and you're mentally restabilizing is another feat in of itself. Yeah. And actually in the, in the afternoons, we actually have to put up a tent, and so there isn't, you don't, ride, you don't yeah. just go to a hotel room and crash. <laughs> you have to actually, you know, fend for yourself and shower and tent and do all that in a public space. Oh, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> the, shower, the shower is shower in a public, public space. space. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was thinking, where do you stay? Um, I wasn't sure whether it's hotels or places after, but now um, I know. So there, there is that that challenge there or that added um, element because that's not easy in terms of rest and, re- and recovery. And, uh, you know, I'm interested, what, what motivates you as, as a team to train every day? Wow. I mean, I, I last night, actually, we went to um, an ALC. That's that's um, the acronym for AIDS Life Cycle. We went to an a- ALC social, like kind of mixer. And um, it was the first time that I was really meeting some fellow riders. There's going to be about 3,000 of us in total. Um, and, um, one of the riders asked me exactly that. Um, and, uh, I mean, what really motivates me, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm in my forties. So I was a, a child of the eighties 
so I can remember um, uh, I can remember the onset of the AIDS epidemic uh, and it scared the living daylights out of me um, and then as I grew up um, you know I, I can also you know I, I had friends um, partner who was living with HIV I know people who have died from AIDS um, so that's my motivation um, it's my motivation to ride for them um, and it's also my motivation to to ride for a future where people um, can stay healthy yeah different I mean it's, it's incredible to, to have that motivation to hear that the other, the other thing I would say, like just to just to line it up slightly, um, <laughs> last weekend, last weekend while we while we were on our eighty miler, um, there was there's lots of other riders now in training season. So you know, at the AIDS life cycle have kit and jerseys, and so you can spot people who are going to be riders or or who have been riders. And just last week, I felt I started to feel the community that it, that everyone tells me exists on the ride, and so. You know, we were probably at around around mile 70 and my legs were starting to cramp up. So every hour or so, I'd want to get off the bike and kind of just stretch. And there was this one point where the four of us had stopped and I was sitting on the ground just stretching out my legs. And four or five riders went past and they all stopped to check that I was okay. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and, I, and I feel like, you know, the, that kind of support um, was just really really uplifting and and in itself you know something that encourages you or encouraged me i would say to get back up get on the bike and and keep going um it was it was really nice and i think it's it's great to see that that social element is is so important and it's it's great to see that encouragement and that support from from everyone who's taking part as all share that similar sort of passion and motivation which is just so inspiring um to hear about and I'm interested to know you've all got you know different day jobs and a lot of stuff going on. How are you balancing training with your day jobs? <laughs> to, to, to be frank, we're we're trying to open up our weekend time <laughs> for for more training. Um, we it's also... getting in the way of brunch. <laughs> <laughs> this is very. I can't strange. wait for July. <laughs> <laughs> you can still have brunch. <laughs> no, Adam, it doesn't work like that. Brunch, brunch usually involves a mimosa, and that mimosas and training don't go well together. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I, I mean, during during the week, we're also um, all four of us soul cycle quite a bit, which is a, a form of indoor cycling. Um, so we're actually right after this um, this chat with you today, we're we're holding a charity event. Um, at a local studio in the in the Castro neighborhood in San Francisco, um, sponsored by SoulCycle um, to help us raise money um, and fundraise for for this great cause. So we're trying to um, you know keep physical during the week and then save our weekends for the yeah, actual yeah. road on Endurance, a bike that yeah. moves. <laughs> and have you have there been sort of any challenges that you you faced as a team in terms of sort of training and pre preparing together? What was that question? Have there been any challenges that you've sort of faced as a team in terms of sort of training and preparing together? Well, um, I guess <laughs> um, we're all at different 
we're all at different physical um, uh, like stages of our of our training. Um, you know, Aaron is faster than all of us, um, and then David is probably second fastest, and then Doc and I usually kind of come bring up the rear. And I think that that to begin with was just a bit challenging for me personally, um, and kind of being hard on myself. Um, so I'm kind of working hard to get over that. Yeah, and I think for me, like my biggest barrier to training right now is is definitely my mental headspace. Um, last weekend, I completed um, a hill that I've never done before. I've always sort of stopped before it. Um, and it's always one. Um, and last weekend I conquered it and it was, it was an amazing feeling to, to be able to, um, finally do that after so many rides of stopping before it. Um, and I think during the ride, um, during the training rides, at least, um, my biggest barrier is, is definitely my mental headspace. And so working with planet K2 has been super helpful with that. Um, and I definitely want to flex more into, um, that support as well as we sort of head into the ride. And I think it is, it's great to see, you know, how aware you are of, of the mental side as well, which is really important for, for a change like this. And you've mentioned sort of the, the work that we're doing with you guys. How's that been going? Um, you know, what have you learned working with sort of Planet K2 coach? Um, no, you've been working a bit with Matt. Um, just be really interesting to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, first, like the training plan that was provided uh, that we sort of worked together with um, was super helpful because it sort of combined not only the physical aspects, but also um, sort of um, mental headspace um, affirmations and things to work on like that. So I, I really um, love that it was sort of a complete package and plan, um, very holistic. And I think that was really important to me heading into this sort of training is that it was combining not only the physical, but the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, um, and, and planet K2 has been really sort of, um, really pushing that sort of holistic approach, which, which has been great. Yeah. I like the, the performance pie of emotional, mm. physical, contextual, mental, one of the things that Matt recommended that we did that we do or that we did quite early on was to go and get a bike fitting. Oh yeah. And um we all went and did that. And I I have to say it absolutely transformed um not only my comfort on the bike, but also my power on the bike. Um there was I, I hadn't let these boys know it, but my first couple of rides pre-fitting. Um, I was I was in pain, like actual pain, pain, thinking that I'm not going to be able to do this um, this ride. Um, but one, you know, spent three hours at a bike fitter, and pain has gone. Um, mm. So it's incredible how much that impacted. Yeah, and I again incredibly thankful that that Matt at Planet K2 pushed that for us um, to get that done because I feel like a new person on my bike. Um, I, I wish I had done it three years ago. <laughs> and uh, how has, you know, Planet K2 or, or even the performance room, how do you feel it's helped you to be more ready? Just having a support team is for me personally, 
just just knowing that there are people that know how to do this and are experts and there to offer advice um is is enough um for me um you know having uh keith is reaching out to me regularly and obviously we're, we're working with matt and it's it's just it's it just feels great um that's the biggest thing for me i think um for me it's also a huge accountability piece um i am prone to um not doing <laughs> as opposed to doing and so knowing that there is a team that's supporting us and and um talking about us and working with us is is huge for me i mean it's it's the reason why i get up in the morning besides also these three nagging to, <laughs> to get up and get on that bloody bike um <laughs> but it's it's for me that is the biggest that's the biggest help david is the last person to get out of bed on the morning yeah. of a ride. <laughs> and, and training rides like we leave the house at, at 5 30 6 o'clock in the morning in order to have a full day of riding mm, wow mm. I was going yeah. to say, how long did the 18 miles take you last week? It took us, uh, I think it was, it was about seven hours of riding time. Um, and that includes, you know, all, I think we did over, over 4,200, 4,300 feet of elevation, which I'm not sure mm -hmm. what that is in meters, but. I'm not even sure what it's that means. It's a lot. <laughs> all I know is it was very, it was, it was very hilly. hilly. <laughs> Well, I'm sure for the cycling experts, they'll be able to analyse it a bit better. But, uh, yeah. I mean, 80 miles to me just sounds horrendous enough as it is, and it's incredible yeah. uh, in terms of what you guys did. So I, I can't imagine what it's like um, with the hills and, and taking that into account as well. And what do you, you know, well, we're talking about sort of being ready. Um, interesting, how ready do you feel now? I think wow. I think a back-to-back -back would really kind of solidify being ready. Um other than that, I, I'm like, I'm really proud of these boys and what they've done with the, you know, jumping into 80 miles is not an easy task. So, um, I think that mentally is, is helpful. Um, you know, saying I've done 80 miles means, you know, I can do 80 miles, which, yeah. you know, a day on the ride, they'll actually, you have so many, it's much easier. Um, the, the, the trails are not as, as, as tough as what we've been doing. So personally, I know that we're, we're there, you know, we're, we're going to be there and it's, um, yeah, I would say I'm 75% ready. <laughs> I need, I, just to kind of, as doc was saying, I need two more things to check off the list for me to be mentally prepared. And that is a century ride. So doing a hundred miles and doing a back to back, like a, um, you know, a Saturday and a Sunday. Once I've done that, um, I know that I'll, that I'll be ready. And, and, you know, the Doc and Aaron talk a lot about what the actual ride is like. And, you know, every 10 miles or so, there is a, there's a, there's a water stop. So you can kind of get off your bike and stretch every 20 miles or so. There's a rest stop where you can, where, you know, there's all sorts of fun stuff organized and, you know, there's food and, and, you know, you can refuel. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm, I know that when it comes to it, it's going to be okay. At the moment, 75% of me is ready. <laughs> yeah, I think, so next weekend we're taking part on a an experience called Day on the Ride. And so that's where they'll have all of the stops and all of the water stations um, set up, just like, um, 
it was a day in June. So I think for me, experiencing that will be really helpful. Mm -hmm. So I get to know actually like the energy, the environment, uh, the community um, a little bit more. And then we also have another uh, training ride scheduled for, I think, May, which is a back-to-back. And we'll actually camp overnight. So it's a it's an experience to... Um, get us used. I don't even know how to set up a tent. So, <laughs> I mean, that, like, this is all going to be new experiences for me. Well, that was actually my next question: is is how ready are you for setting up the tent? Uh, <laughs> so, we'll put that at twenty percent. Um, between the four of us, I think we can figure it out. <laughs> and setting up is going to be more challenging than the eighty miles. <laughs> well, it's, I, yeah. again, it's, it's it's amazing to see what we're doing. And, are there things that you're doing every day um, to sort of prepare yourself and get ready? I know that the, the training itself, it's difficult in terms of, you said, managing and work and then find the time to actually go for those long runs. But are there, are there smaller things which you guys feel you're doing to just prepare yourselves? I feel like the, the thing that's most front of mind during the week at the moment, Adam, is fundraising. Mm-hmm. Um, so we all have to raise a minimum of $3,000 in order to actually just get on the ride. Um, and so thinking about that, um, I, I feel for us is, is dominating our minds during, like during the week. And so that the, the weekend then is, is really just focusing on, um, being out on the road. As Aaron said, you know, we do a lot of soul cycle, um, which is, you know, um, indoor cycling, uh, during the week, um, to kind of keep fitness levels up. Um, but mostly we need donations. So if anybody listening wants to donate, <laughs> um, it's a really good cause and it's really, really hard. So please help. Please help. Well, donations, we will definitely, um, I, I definitely want to send people in that direction. So I think we can um, definitely look at that. Um, well, I'm, I'm, well, actually now, where can people go if they do want to donate? Where would be the best place um, for them to go to, to, to donate for you guys? I'm sure um, maybe wherever we, we post the podcast um, and on the Planet K2 website, we'll have we'll have links to both our, our team page, individual pages as well. But where you can really go to find out more about the ride is AIDSLifeCycle.org. Um, you can find out more about um, you know the the history of the ride that's been going on for for 20 plus years now, um, and and where the funds are directed as well as you're able to, to search for all of us um, if you don't have the direct link and you'll be able to, to find our page and, and donate from there. Awesome. Brilliant. Well, we will definitely make sure to have those um, links there for people to be able to look, and it's great to, to know where they can uh, find that information. I, I was interested that we spoke about um, the performance pie, but have, has there been any sort of go-to resources on the performance room that any of you found sort of more useful in terms of sort of mental preparation or, or using? Honestly, I think the, the stuff that we found most useful in our preparation has been our conversations with Matt. Um, and so I, I think, uh, again, we, it's 60 days until the ride. I think 30 days in is is the point for me, at least, that I'm going to be able once once the kind of the big deal around the fundraising is kind of sorted. That's when I, I want to dig into the, the performance um, the performance room in depth and kind of leverage the resources that are within there, kind of in 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 t minus thirty days. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm I'm wondering, 
you know, what advice would you give um, to other people who are taking on um, sort of a, a performance that matters to them? I'd be really interested to hear each of your sort of views um, because it's such an incredible thing that you're doing for such a brilliant cause. And I'd just, to, I'd love to know what um, each of you guys think in terms of that sort of one piece of advice you'd give to someone else. Yeah, I think I think for me, um, I'm the kind of person that, um, you know, when we started this journey, um, we had months and months and months of, of potential training, of, of potential time to, to reach out to people, to fundraise, um, of potential time to get ourselves into the, the mental state. But to put together a plan, um, a stepwise plan that you can reflect against along the way to say, not, okay, today we know that, or I know that um, I may not, may not be ready for the ride if it were tomorrow, but I can, I can reflect against that plan and my, my progress to date and say that I am on the right track to be ready um, at, at day zero. Um, so working with um, Planet K2, I'm putting together what that plan looks like um, and then measuring our performance against it along the way to know that we're on the right track um, has been most valuable. Brilliant. For me, I, my, my advice would be know your why. Um, so if you're going to go into any sort of, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm an endurance athlete, but going in, going into any sort of endurance event like this, uh, you've got to be prepared. Um, and that means you've got to make certain sacrifices and stay committed to being prepared. Um, and then when you're actually in the event, there will be, um, if the 80 miler is anything to go by, there will be some moments of significant challenge. Um, I, you know, there was a point last week that I just wanted to get off my bike and order an Uber to take me home. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, you know, know your why, um, because if you know your why, when it comes time to dig deep, uh, you'll be able to carry on. I think for me is um, try it. Just I, I think it's amazing what your body can do. And sometimes your mind gets in the way. I think uh, I surprise myself sometimes and I, I see um, challenges that others think that they can't do, but they actually can. Um, so I think just trying it, getting out there and having, having the plan and having the support um, is great, but you have to physically do it. Um, yeah. For me, it would, um, it would be leveraging, leveraging the community, um, building your support team, knowing that you're not alone even if you are the sole person on the bike or, or whatever. Um, multiple times I have wanted to um, <laughs> give up or, or stop. And it is the strength of Team Life Ready. It's um, the support from Planet K2. Um, it's knowing that um, my family and friends have um, invested money into um, this amazingly worthy cause um, and myself and so um, I don't feel alone and I definitely feel um, like I have an accountability partner in, in this team and, and the community. Well, guys thank you very much for that advice it's, it's well you're also inspiring um it's it's great to it's great to hear and it's i think what what you're doing is is absolutely amazing and i'm really confident that it's going to inspire others to you know look at other challenges and see what they can do but it's also great to hear your own stories and and take some really 
um, personal lessons away that others can use and, and use in terms of their own practical time when either preparing for things or in other areas of life. Um, so I know it's very early in the morning for you guys, um, but I wanted to thank you all for your time um, and thank you for the podcast. It has been um, truly amazing. Um, so thank you again. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. And to everyone for listening, um, hopefully we'll be back and over the next few weeks with our latest podcast.